fancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Come on in for an evening of poems and stories about the American West. A land of legend, of romance, of friendship and courage. A motherload of remembrance. A true showcase of the Old West with the old cowboy, J.C. Holsey. Welcome, folks. I'm sure glad to be here with you. You know, I told you last week I'd tell you about the newest addition to Outlaws Publishing just as soon as he signed the contract. Well, this week I'm mighty proud to tell you Kenneth S. Pratt is the newest addition to the stables of Outlaws Publishing. He has two books published that we'll be republishing under the Outlaws Publishing imprint. We're all very excited to be working with Kenneth to get his stories out to the readers. Kenneth has also written a children's book that will be published with Hondo Publishing, a subsidiary of Outlaws Publishing, very soon. Do you still have that pencil and paper that I told you to keep handy for times just like this? Write down Kenneth S. Pratt and be on the lookout for his books. And don't forget Travis McGoy and John D. Fye Jr. And don't forget the old cowboy J.C. Hulsey either. We're all part of Outlaws Publishing. Let me tell you a little bit about Outlaws Publishing. I started it because I got tired of being turned down by agents and big publishing houses and even some independent publishers. I figured there were other authors out there that was getting the same sorry treatment that I was getting. So I said to heck with it. I'm going to start my own publishing company. And that's what I did. Outlaws Publishing is dedicated to helping new authors and published authors who feel they're being mistreated or have been taken advantage of while trying to get their work published or even after it's published. We here at Outlaws want to help, not hinder, the writer from pursuing his or her dream. I personally know how it feels to write what I consider to be a great story and have someone tell me. It'll never be accepted. It doesn't have this or it doesn't have that and, and this is what's wrong with it. Well, I refuse to accept that statement. I refused to accept that criticism, and I kept writing and plugging away. Because of my diligence and persevering, I won first place for the Traveler Series from the Texas Authors Association. And believe me, I wanted so much to tell all those naysayers, hey, look at this, look at me. You said it wasn't any good, and here it is, first place. That makes me a winner. However, I didn't do that. I didn't do it because I pride myself in being an honest and decent person. Besides, I have the satisfaction of being a winner in spite of what they said. I wanted to share what little I've learned with others and tell each and every one not to be jealous of other folks' work. I believe and feel deeply that we as independent authors should stick together, help one another, share with one another, not be envious or afraid that somebody's going to try to take something away from you. As I said, Outlaws Publishing and its subsidiaries are here to help authors, poets, singers, songwriters, anyone with a talent. We want to help you share that talent with the world. Now with all that being said, I reckon there's just one more thing left for you to do. Take that pencil and paper and write this down. JC at outlawspublishing.com. That's JC at outlawspublishing.com. Send me an email. Share with me your desires. Share your hopes and your dreams. And let me help you share your talent with the world. I reckon I've rode that horse long enough. How about some original music? This is Hunter Wakanowski singing her original song, Mama, I Don't Cry. She's looking out the window and I can see the pain. 
Thank you, Hunter, for that great music. How many of you are good with riddles? I've got one for you here. A cowboy rides into town on Friday. He stays for three days, and he leaves on Friday. How did he do that? Now, don't worry. I'll give you the answer at the end of the show. You know, I did something stupid the other day. Goodness gracious, I'm 74 years old and should have known better. But I'm a sucker when something says free. What did the old cowboy do? Is that what you're asking? You folks probably saw the same thing I did on Facebook about them giving away new, brand new iPhones in the memory of Steve Jobs. Well, I fell for it, 
and I must have got caught up by the stupid ferry because it kept telling me how far away I was from receiving that free phone. Just two steps away. And then I got down to just one step away from receiving that brand new iPhone. Of course, I had to buy something to get past that magical step. There were all kinds of items which I wasn't interested in, but just one more step to receiving that iPhone, I kept telling myself. I filled in the only free one on the list, but when it got to the part they wanted my social security number, I quickly looked for something else. The only thing that I might be interested in was three Disney movies for $5.95. Normally, I would have escaped right there and forgot all about it, but I could still see that picture of that brand spanking new iPhone, and it is going to be mine for just paying $5.95 for some movies. How dumb is that? Well, I filled in all the information, even my credit card information. <laughs> Did I hear some groans there? I reckon you can guess what happened as soon as I completed that order to get to the last step and get my free phone. You're right. There wasn't no last step. And here I signed up for some movies that I neither needed nor wanted. I called the phone number on Disney's website so I could escape from this situation. However, their automated system tells me I'm not a member. Sounds great, doesn't it? I'm not a member, so I don't have to worry. Wrong. Early the next morning, I receive an email that my movies have already been shipped. They didn't waste a second shipping them out. I held online for 30 minutes to talk to this young girl and explain to her my unfortunate dilemma. She's told me that because the movies had already shipped, she couldn't remove it from my credit card. I said a few things that I shouldn't have, probably, telling her the company ought to be sued for leading people on the way they did. Bottom line to all of this, there ain't nothing free, folks. There's always a price. Did I learn my lesson? Probably not. And how was your week? We want to welcome to the Wild West Showdown today, Mr. Dennis Gager. Welcome, Dennis. Thank you very much for having me on. You're an author of children's books, is that right? Yes, I am. I just finished uh, Timmy and Stacy's Adventure at the Carnival. That's my, that's my latest book out right now. I noticed on Facebook that you kind of like scary things. Are your children's books, do they lean in that direction? No, my children's books actually have, um, they're more of just teaching kids lessons about like when mom and dad tell them to do certain things, you know, like, you know, if they don't happen, if they don't listen to the rules, this is kind of what happens. When did you decide to be an author? Actually, um, I became an, an author thanks to my wife. Um, actually, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. She found some um, short stories I used to write as a child. I wrote all these different stories in school. I wrote stories for my nephews as they were growing up to tell them different stories. Because a lot of the books and stuff out there that they were reading at the time was a little too old for them. So I was writing those stories. Anyway, she came across my, my work, and she's like, what's this? And I, I told her, I said, I just used to write short stories. And she's like, well, did you ever think about getting published? And I'm like, oh, I said, nobody ever be interested in my stories. They were just written from the heart, you know, for my, for my nephews. And she didn't say anything to me. I went and sent my um, stories into a publisher. And once they got picked up, then she came to me and told me, like, oh, you're going to be a published author. And I'm like, what? It kind of shocked me. That's an exciting story. How did, how did it make you feel? Well, after the shock wore off and everything, I felt great. I mean, I actually think if somebody thought my stories, they thought little kids and everybody, you know, that actually would like them. They want to take a chance at me. It made me feel really good. That's a fantastic feeling to have somebody like your work, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, yes. That's why I actually I love working. I love writing stories for children. I love the, um, the feeling I get at events when I meet little guys and they come over and they see the book. You see their expressions on their face. 
just light up. It really makes my day. And now you've decided to write a Western, is that correct? Yes, actually, yep. I've been, I was toying around with the idea because my grandmother and my, my father were a big time into Westerns. When I grew up as a child, they watched everything. You, I mean, you had John Wayne, you had Clint Eastwood, um, you had Roy Rogers, Dale Evans. I mean, all, you know, all the classics, and I watched them and whatnot, and I always loved them. I, and my grandmother had every book there was, you know, Westerns and whatnot. And when I was a kid, and I used to go to my grandmother's farm and see them. I used to read those books on, uh, you know, on the weekends and whatnot. And, and I always had a passion for it, and i just been toying around with the idea of writing a Western, and, and now all of a sudden it's like it's actually coming to, you know, it's coming together. I'm actually going to have one coming out here, and I'm really excited over it. Okay, we've got a title to it. Uh, yes, we do. It's called Storm of the Past. Storm of the Past. Is it for adults or is it another children? Nope, it's um, it's for adults. We know you're married. Do you have kids? Uh, we're hoping for a couple kids there. You know, have our own little family here running around. I don't have to ask you this next question. What does your family think of what you do? You already told them your wife. Your wife's on board with you. Sounds like she's been giving me a kick in the butt. I mean, I'm giving you gear, making me keep going, because like I said, she's my biggest supporter. What do you do when you're not writing? I work in the school system. I actually work with kids and work with um, actually little kids and adults. I do all kinds of, I do maintenance. I actually do like, I volunteer there and, and for sports and whatnot on the weekends as well. Did you ever share your stories with the kids at school? Now I have, since they got published there. And before, I never really told anybody about it. I just, I was always just more of just, it was just for me and my family. And now everybody knows about it. I've actually gone to school and read um, for little ones there at the libraries. I mean, I have. And I also have gone to done a book events at the schools now. And, and now I'm being asked to come back and do some more this year down here when they have the literacy events. Okay, is there much difference in writing a Western and writing a children's book? Actually, yes, there is. Um, I've been noticing there's quite a bit. Like, um, like to me, it's I just love writing. It's just a passion of mine, and I really enjoy that part of it. But when you're writing children's books, you have to make sure, um, like, a kid's basically attention span is like a second. Mm -hmm. So you got to make sure when you're writing with the kids, you have to keep everything short and sweet, you know, kind of to the point. But with a Western, you can actually go in more detail. And you can have more fun with it. I mean, you can, like, I'm just saying you can, because you can expand out more. With a children's book, you're kind of locked in in a certain category. How long does it take you to write a children's book? I say the process takes me at least three weeks on average, three to four weeks, because I have a whole process I have to go through. Um, I'm very um, hard on myself. I'm like, well, I'm like my own biggest critic. When I start writing something, if it's not clicking right away, if I'm not feeling it, I'll just scrap it and start it over. I just keep right. I, I just go all I go all out when I when I write, and I want everything to be you know wrapped to a certain level. Okay. Do you write with an outline, or are you what they call a panzer? You just write by the seat of your pants. I start out with an outline, and then as I go along with it, I do write along. I do add in a lot right there by the seat of my pants. Just for example, say I'll start out with I want these two main characters. I want them to they're going to start out meeting this person and they're going to go up here. Then all of a sudden, if I get an idea strikes me as I'm writing a book, I'll just I'll change it and go this other direction and just see what happens. Do you ever surprise yourself? Yeah, I sit down sometimes and I'm just like, when I get done writing, like I say a chapter, I'll go back and I'm like, where did that come from? It's like, wow, because you know, I originally came with this idea and next thing I know, I'm, I'm looking at what I just wrote and I'm just like, wow, I went a complete different direction when I was just thinking. The majority of the authors that I talk to, 
write that away. We call it letting the character take control of the story. And it's exciting and it's, it's adventurous and it's surprising when the character takes me a place that I never thought of about going. Absolutely. I, you know, that's, I never thought of that way, but you're right. I mean, I, I just really like, I get sometimes on when I'm writing with a character, it's like, I had to stop my wife kind of, my wife kind of laughed at me a little bit. Cause she's, um, she's all the time kind of critiquing me. She'll come and kind of come over, take a look at a chapter as I'm writing it. But I, I got to this one scene in the Western era, like a really sad scene. And I, I actually had to stop because I got so into the character. I actually started feeling it on emotional, you know what I mean? Like I'm feeling it myself and I had to stop, take a break. And she's like, it's just a character. I told her, I said, no, you don't understand. It's like, I, I was kind of like bonding with the character and just this scene made me feel so down. I had to stop and kind of, you know, g gather myself. I know exactly what you're saying. It happens to me all the time. Okay, do you have any unique talents or hobbies? I'm all the time writing to um, different agents and publicists, and then I'm actually talking to different um, different people all the time, so it always keeps me on my toes. Okay, how long have you been writing this Western? I've been writing this Western now for, I would say, about, this is going on in two months right now. So you're coming to an end pretty soon. I just finished it. I sent it into the into the editor. I am, actually I sent it to my publicist. He sent it into the editor. Um, he's um, sent it in, and now I'm waiting for you know the first first couple chapters come back. How many pages is it? This is going to be 130 pages for my first um, right, right now. It may get cut down. You know when an editor gets a hold of your book, you know how that goes. They'll chop it down pretty good. Hey, if you gave any advice to an up and coming author, what would you tell them? I would tell them to write from their heart and don't take no for an answer when you, because when people tell you like, oh, this won't work or that won't go over, you know what? You got to go with what you feel passionate about and give it your best shot. And even if a door is shut in your face and somebody telling you, no, there's always another door or there's always another, you know, another way around it. Okay. Do you feel that you've learned anything from your writing? Actually, I believe every book I write, I'm becoming, a, I'm, I feel personally, I'm becoming a better writer. I feel more confident at every after every other after every book I've been writing. I, I feel like I'm learning, and plus I, I reach out to authors all the time, to different people, and I talk with them. And I'm I, it's a learning process, and there's so much out there, and I'm so happy and and honored to to talk to different people and, and pick their minds a little bit and just share information. It's a learning process. Uh, how many books have you written? Um, well, my children's books. I, this is my fourth book. It's out right now. And this is going to be my first Western um, branch now. So I say I have four children, and it's going to be my first Western. Have you been influenced by any other authors? Actually, um, yes, Alex Cord. He's he's an amazing author, and he's just an amazing guy. He's the way he looks at the world, and the way he just the guy is very open. He's very honest, and I am honored to I could say he's my friend, and I'm just glad I actually have somebody like that I could talk to and learn from. Would he be your favorite author, or do you have others? He's one of my favorites. Actually, my favorite author, The Hobbit, um, J.R. Tolkien. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite because I love the way they created the universe. The, I, lo I love the books, and I love his, the mind of the author. I think just did such an amazing job. Do you hear from your readers very much? You said you met the little guys at the book fairs. Do you, do you get much email? Actually, I get um, quite a bit um, on Facebook. On uh, I'm, like I said, I'm learning technology, so bear with me if I say that the wrong thing because um, I'm technology and me are we're becoming friends but it's going to be a while 
I actually have people write to me. I make a lot of friends right there, and I, it's, it's really nice to have a little network of people that reading your books. They kind of critique it, and they get back with you. And it's, a, it's a great little source I've been using. Okay, you said you had a Western coming out. You said something about a thriller also? Yes, I actually have a thriller I, I was working on before the Western. I just finished that up. Kind of a challenge getting into that, but I really I think that's it's coming along really well. Does it have a title? Yes, called Unforeseen Response. You have a finish date on it? Well, it's in editor's hands. I'm hoping to have it out by November. Have you ever gotten discouraged and just wanted to quit? I never want to quit, but I've been discouraged. I've had, um, I, one thing I have learned, I, I've been in the publishing world now for a year, and I'm, I'm just still a newbie out there and I'm learning but I did learn very fast that some publishers I'm not mentioning no names I'm not, I'm not that mean but um, some publishers will take advantage of you very quickly because this you have to there's this there's a lot out there to learn you got to be very careful like, like who you choose to work with because some will push you like crazy and others will just take advantage of you and it doesn't discourage you that's why you have to learn uh, when you get knocked down you get back up and you just move on to the next publisher and you just go on until you find something that you that where you're going to truly be happy that's the very reason that i started outlaws publishing so i could help authors instead of knocking them in the head like so many of the other publishers want to do you said you're on facebook what else i'm on facebook um linkedin um if i said that correctly uh twitter there's um i'm on google all they got to do is just type in uh, my name, Dennis Gager, children's author or Dennis Gager author, and all my pages pop up. We're so glad to have you as a guest today on the Wild West Showdown, and I want to give you an invitation to come back another time. Oh, that would be an honor. I would love to come back. Thank you very much. All right. We'll talk to you later then. All right, thank you very much, sir. How many of you knew that Outlaws Publishing has got a web page? If you didn't know that, then let me give you the address. It's www outlawspublishing.com why don't you ride on over there and check it out we try to give information about the wild west about gunfighters about uh, just about anything about the wild west you can also sign up for a newsletter to keep informed about what's going on let me say this if you did sign up for the newsletter would you mind signing up again not too long ago I told you about my hard drive crashing well, a whole lot of email addresses got gobbled up by that monster hard drive when it decided to leave this world. So please go over to outlawspublishing.com and sign up again for the newsletter. I'll do my dangdest to not lose them again. I've got a couple of questions from some of our listeners. Who decides how high to put street lamps off the ground? Another question is, how do cell phones work when you're on an airplane? I thought you had to have cell towers and all of this kind of stuff. If any of you know the answers to these two questions, would you please send an email to jc at outlawspublishing.com and give us an answer. I reckon some of you are wondering about that riddle that we told you we'd give you the answer to about a cowboy riding into town on Friday. He stays in town for three days and then he leaves on Friday. How did he do it? Well, his horse's name was Friday. My heart's heavy today. I just learned that J.R. Everest passed away. J.R. was the second author to sign with Outlaws Publishing, and he will truly be missed. I would ask each of you to join with me and pray for his family in these trying times. I believe this next song by Aaron Kirk is something that J.R. might say. No regrets.
Daddy was a preacher, my big brother too. I always felt I'd let him down when that's not what I wanted to do. Before we could talk it out, my daddy passed away. That was a sad Graduation came my senior year And all I could think about was how my dad wasn't there When we got home that day, my brother pulled me aside And he looked me in the eye And he said, I got something to tell you And I want to be clear it's what I think Dad would say If he was standing here Live your life with no regrets Do what's right, always give your best Are you listening? Look in my eyes Do you want to live while you're alive? Then when you fall down, get back up Don't look back, keep pressing on And don't forget what the good book says That's how you live your life With no regrets well, Years have passed since then and I made mistakes But I never did forget What my brother said that day I always did wonder where He got that at So the other day I asked And he said I don't know if I told you But I was with dad when he passed And he told me to tell you this before he breathed his last Live your life with no regrets Do what's right, always give your best Are you listening? Look in my eyes Do you want to live while you're alive? Then when you fall down, get back up Don't look back, keep pressing on And don't forget what the good book says That's how you No regrets And there's one more thing I don't know how I miss If you hear one thing Make sure you hear this Love It'll break your heart But still choose to love With all that you are Every chance you That's how you live your life With no regrets No regrets No regrets J.R. spent a lot of time on Sing Snap. He really loved singing. 
We're going to play one of his songs right here. This is his rendition of You Gave Me a Mountain. be missed, J.R. This is the old cowboy, J.C. Halsey, saying adios and happy trails. Come on back next week to the Wild West Showdown with the old cowboy, J.C. Halsey.